So hello and welcome to the Tea for Thursday podcast from FMI Online. I'm your host Rajul Raman and today's Tea for Thursday is a very special 107th podcast guys. And it is about top 3 skills to make it into investment banking for fresh fruits in 2023. Hi Hydro, how are you doing today? I'm well, how are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Part of the country you are based in. Yes, out of Bombay. Tell, tell us a little bit more about Mumbai. How does it feel to work in Mumbai? Expensive. <laughs> Otherwise, it's a nice city. I've grown up here, so I have no complaints about the city per se, apart from the traffic and the. So you have a quite an impressive profile, and just to give a little background about who we are, we are FMI Online, and we help students launch, slash, forge a career at top investment banks across the globe. And the reason why we are so credible is because our parent organization, MBA Training, has been training big banks and institutions for the last 35 years. So this is our podcast for Thursday. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. So I'm a chartered accountant by profession. I have also done my masters in finance from EdTech Business School at Peak. Uh, I've been in banking post my masters. At least I've been in banking. Start. I was an HDFC bank in there, IBM investment bank department for a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, from there, I moved to a healthcare boutique called Allegro. Massive. So these guys are like a small, small team, high efficiency, massive contract. Um, I spent, I was spent some time about a year and a half over there, mm-hmm. and wanted a, you know, a little more diverse platform in the sector mm-hmm. at global reach. Mm-hmm. I moved to this place called Investec. Investec is a is a bank which is duly listed in Johannesburg. They have their, they've been in India for the past about ten years now. Okay. Uh, they have about three main businesses. One is corporate finance or investment banking, which is what I'm a part of. Okay. They have an institutional equities department as well, where they have equity research sales, right. uh, equity sales, and they have a private credit team, which basically. Uh, you know, whenever say a private equity company wants to uh, has identified an asset that they want to invest in, right. but they don't want to invest from their own money or from their own balance sheet, okay. they would come to folks like us to basically it's like a bank for private equity companies. So a lot of fancy words have been thrown here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> However, let's just step a little back and why don't you tell us about why did you choose a career in finance? I've always been inclined towards finance. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I initially, in fact, I wanted to be a lawyer, and I realized that way too much wow. to try reading for my day. Wow. I started I went, when I was in commerce. I really liked the subject there. I like I like financial management. I like accountancy. I like economics. Basically, it was just like a natural path for me to just move towards the end. And see, as we know, is core finance apart from the taxation bit, which I don't really like much. But apart from that, basically, core finance subjects are something that I've always been good at. I've always liked. Mm. Also, this is also this is something I'll talk about a bit more in detail. I I like being active wow. all the time and on my toes. So that's wow. I'll speak great. about that a little bit, a little more. Great, great, awesome. So thank you for taking out the time. So let's dive right straight into the topic, which is the top. <laughs> 
because and it's always good to read up because you might just you know tend to forget right in the moment so if you've just read it up before it's always helpful second type of questions that folks would ask you would be around valuation like how okay. what are the different ways of valuing your company you know how I walk me through a dcf like a discounted cash flow which is one of the method what sort of multiples do you know what sort of accounting ratio slash multiple do you know is there any way you would decide how to use it against a specific company so basic questions again around valuation so all these pressures do they do they need to excel at valuation at all these questions because not excel person lot of our students are from technology background right they are smart however they are not aware of all these terms uh, what would you recommend to such people you know See, I'll tell you, accounting. See, the valuation ratios per se are not very complicated. I mean, even if you don't say understand a discounted cash flow, you can see depending on who the person that's applying to, even the interviewer is fairly aware as to what the what the experience level of the person coming in would be. Hmm. So it's not. It's see, at the end of the day, what an IB, an investment bank is looking for some an analyst who's who's smart. and basically even if he doesn't have the skills can pick up the skills so if you can demonstrate that just say that okay this is not my experience but this is how i this is my reading been so far or this is i've taken a course like an online course about this this mm. is my knowledge so far so basically mm. they need to see that you are you're smart you can pick up your skills and you don't shy away from the long hours and the hard work wow. right that's mm. that's the that's the long and short of it because even like i mean a lot of it even if i know everything about accounting and valuation there is still so much that i have learned over mm. the years in terms of sectors in terms of businesses so it's not a it's not a yeah you know like it's it's not a must have but you should be able to demonstrate that you can pick it up wow you you talk about being smart and working long hours what does it mean when you say working long hours <laughs> that's a nice question rajun Long hours can be anywhere between. I mean, I don't think any any of our days are. At least, I, I think I think this three, four, or four, five years in of experience. Even when the market is, like right now, we are all experiencing a fundamental yeah. right now. Like that, 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 Uh, and for someone who is a fresher, even lesser, because there's a lot of hard work and a lot of ground work that is required, mm. and that's and I think that's how you learn, right? I mean, mm. something like okay, profiling will come like for an IB analyst, but like I mean, of course, the first I'll help me scope out an entire stack. If you say five or six parameters, and I'll tell you, okay, help me find as many companies as you possibly can on this. Then we'll dig deeper and see whether we can whether we can pitch to this company. Do we have a relationship? Can we cook up a transaction? There is. This is how. So mm. for that, you need a list of companies. I would ask. I would like another like analyst. If we're meeting up, if we're meeting a private equity fund, we would like to profile certain companies. So I would ask my analyst to do that. The reason why we ask analyst to do that one is because it it, it may seem like groundwork, but that's how you end up reading more and more about sectors mm. about companies. Right? You yeah. can't really. There has there is. You have to start somewhere, and you need to have some basic idea about. The mm. companies about the market before you can actually start working on deals. But wow, cool. So we have spoken about LinkedIn. We have spoken about the interview questions, the long working hours. You have a top the third way. How a fresher can prepare. 
third way i think at the end of a process is always to i would say follow up a following up is like that it but then there is a right way of following up i mean there are some people who would follow up immediately after the interview now okay that is that there is a, there is a way of following up you can't really follow up too late you can't really follow up immediately yeah. you can't keep following up but you can't not follow up enough as well so that's yeah. like a little, that's a little tricky thing to get a mantra of follow up in the sense you have you have quantified it quantified it yes i would say if say for example i would say a week is the right amount of time to wait okay all right and i basically even when you uh, even at the end of an interview you would obviously ask them like hey, mm. what are next steps so by when i get back now obviously mm. that person tells you two weeks that you don't follow up with yeah. because at the end of the day hiring is given the work that we do hiring is always not it's not on the top of the priority mm. right but it's easy for an interviewee who mm. has been who's just waiting to hear back it i understand that it can be frustrating but you have to understand that that's not all that other person is doing sometimes yeah. there are times where my even when i have moved uh, this, i have moved interviews that i was supposed to give there are there are interviews that have been moved around that like something came up and i mean that, that happens a lot yeah right and this business that happens quite a bit so it's about waiting just like i said if, if you've not heard back within a week it's always good to just drop a note saying i just wanted to understand where we are at at my application Yeah. the person has an answer for you there is no there is no reason that person would get back to you if the person hasn't got back to you sometimes that could be a good thing because they're still contemplating it they will pray so mm. a no response could sometimes be better than a no i mean that's insightful Thank you for sharing all this information. All the listeners, please get in touch with Pedro if you have any further questions. And really big thank you of those of you who have given feedback on some of our three for Thursday that we could do. Please keep them coming in. We really appreciate it. And drop me a message on LinkedIn or any other contact you have got for me. And we love your support. And you can do that by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to our three for Thursday podcast. And finally. Have a look at our free resources at FMI Online, designed by industry experts. See you next Thursday.